Podcast. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey, everybody, this is Jobeth. Hey, this is Liz. Hi, it's Ariel. And this is Air Quote Law Pod. Why is it Air Quote Law Pod? Because we're a bunch of lawyers that are doing a podcast that don't want to be doing a podcast about the law. Who also don't want to be lawyers. That, this also <laughs> may be true. Um, so, yeah, this is our, our first uh episode i guess you would call this as an episode we've never really done any podcasting uh i used to do a radio show that was a pain in the ass which is probably part of the re- yeah which is probably part of the reason why i don't want to do a law podcast because it's boring and it's tedious so hopefully we are here to have a little bit of fun so let's um what do you think, guys? Do you think that we should do full-on intros of who we are? Or do you think that we should bleed that through episode by episode to leave everybody think- hanging as to who we really are? I think they should know who we are. I also like how I keep fixing my hair. Like, anyone's going to see me. Well, And this, I really hope they don't see me. <laughs> we, we are certainly recording video here, but that won't be released until we get to, you know. Um, <laughs> yeah. We, we, we will eventually mark some sort of goal for our listenership, whether it exists or not, that, hey, when, when you get this many downloads or listens or whatever the metrics are, because we are that new to podcasting, uh, we'll release the unedited first episode with video. So be embarrassed. Be oh, shocked. Sure. When we get 10,000 followers, um, Jobeth is going to give himself a purple and pink striped mohawk. Um, I'm committing to nothing other than the release of the video of this recording um, with metrics and goals to be determined at a later time when we know something about podcasts. So let's let's, um, let's do it. Yeah, let, let's keep it surface level for now and then we'll dig in more episode by episode so that if people want to know who they are they have to keep coming back okay so surface level one day, sorry one go day ahead. they just find out that we're like painfully one-dimensional and they've learned nothing as the episodes go on they're just like oh yeah yeah but we can't let them know promise. that today that's not that's not for them to learn today so so yeah briefly liz who are you i i am liz um I guess I'm on this podcast because I am a lawyer. Um, I am also other things. Apparently no one cares about those, but 
because when people meet you, they're like, you're a lawyer. That's interesting. And I'm like, all right, like I am a multifaceted person. Um, what those facets are right now, I am blanking on. Um, you got a kid. Yeah. I do have a kid. Oh, I have a kid. She's real cool. I have a kid. Um, you got the she, dude that stuck that kid to you. I Yeah, I do. I have a, a uh, yeah, I have a husband. He's, um, he's a, a top-notch human. Um, and I have two dogs. They are um, real dumb. And this is not, I don't think it's a me problem because we've gone through two dog trainers and it's you can't just, help stupid. You just can't. It's as good as it's going to get. Um, and yeah, what else? I make bad art sometimes and I, um, that's it. That's what I do. That's me. Like Ariel said, very, very one dimensional <laughs> and, uh, full of like, uh, existential angst and anxiety. Gotta love it. How about you, Ariel? Um, I'm also a lawyer. Spoiler alert. Uh, I just got my DC bar membership, so I'm super excited to pay for another bar membership I absolutely never use. Yay, congratulations. Thank Yay. you. I just felt like I had to do it because, I don't know, it's like what I wanted when I went to law school. It was like, I want to be like an awesome DC lawyer. Now I just like, I'm, I'm in my house wearing a grumpy cat sweatshirt with my DC bar membership and no DC clients currently, but <laughs> that's fine. Um, yeah, I live here with my partner lady. When this is like aired, Cecil County people are going to probably lose their little minds. Oh my God, oh. And a woman, scandalous. Yeah um yeah we have a bunch of animals it's two cats and a dog um yeah and didn't you just have a temporary dog oh my god I had this like 24-hour foster and it was evil and like I didn't want Erica my wife lady to be right that like fostering was going to be stressful because I've had dogs my whole life and I fostered dogs before I was like, this will make me feel better about myself. So while she was out of town, I was like, I'll foster a dog overnight. And then it tried to eat the cat and it peed on the coffee table and it peed in our plants. And like, I had to have the neighbor walk the dog because he was so big and like dragging me down the street. And I just was like, ugh, my one area of expertise is these like fur children. What kind of dog was it? It was... What looked like a lab pit bull mix. It was like at least 60 pounds, all energy. It jumped on my kitchen table. I was having a hard time and I was like crying. So it's like, this is supposed to be fun. You were crying or the dog was crying? I was crying. The dog was fine. Dogs shouldn't make you cry. No. That's for sure. this sweet angel dog child next to me right now and he never makes me cry what kind of dog is that one it's a shih tzu so he's really more rodent than dog but he's okay. real sweet he's 12 good, good times good times so yeah 
Uh, spoiler alert, I'm the cup, as we've got an intro- <laughs> introduction from the two girls here. And um, yeah, if anybody remembers what that is, don't don't Google it. And uh, be careful Googling grandfather clock when you're drunk. Uh, we'll get <laughs> We'll get into that more later. Um, fun story for, for Liz there about the uh, grandfather clock. Um, yeah, so I'm, an, I'm a lawyer too, but I, I wear way too many hats. In fact, I've stopped introducing myself to people as a lawyer for exactly the reasons that, that Liz has said. I don't want people, I don't care, whatever. We've, we've got plenty of business, a ton of, ton of clients that the phone never stops ringing and um, a good problem to have. So I'm, I'm certainly from a lawyer perspective, not out there self-promoting myself, but the other pet peeve that I have is um, whenever I find myself stupid enough to be giving political contributions, I end up on some list and then people are fucking emailing me from states that I've barely ever heard of and never even been to being like, support my campaign, support my campaign. So instead of putting on there that I'm an attorney working at you know whatever firm, um, I now just put on there that I'm self-employed and that I am a magician, um, which is also true, but I have now decided that that is the necessary go-to when it comes to my disclosures for um, any sort of political contributions that I feel the need to, to give. Um, so, yeah, and um, I'm also a certified NFL agent, which is I make more money as a magician than as an NFL agent. So if you account for the costs that it takes to be an NFL agent, which is atrocious. So um, that'll be another story for certainly another episode. So um, we have a format here for this crazy little not law law podcast with the air quotes there. Um, the next thing on this agenda, Liz, I'm going to need you to remind me it's called one law, one all on my sheet. What the hell did we decide that was? You made that up. So yeah, um, one law, one all is where we each pick a thing to talk about. And so first we each pick a, um, pick a law, like a law thing to talk about. I'm plugging in my phone. And then, um, and then we need to pick an all, which is so, you can talk so, about one thing from the world that you want to talk about to our listeners. Oh, I thought that were going to be like trivia questions or something like that. But um, oh yeah, no, we were also going to do that. Oh, okay, one law trivia, one all all trivia. Yeah, maybe that because I think that if we like talk about a thing and then another thing and then there's three of us, that's like six things that we talk about. That's going to be like a fucking two hour podcast, which I ain't got time for that. And I don't think anybody will listen for very long. I drive a lot. What's I that? love long podcasts. <laughs> so, okay. So maybe we don't remember what one law, one all. Meant. Yeah. And also the other thing is I think the dynamics changed here because when we originally sort of mapped this out, there was going to be two of us. And now, now there's three of us. So um, invited myself, which like, is cool. Parties. So let's skip that like for now. Lady. Let's completely skip that for now and run into <laughs> to what's new. Um, this is where I was supposed to come up with some sort of new, cool, trending topic, correct? Well, I have the thing that Tim posted that seemed kind of interesting. So that could be a, a law. What was it? The video of him singing the Mariah Carey Christmas song? No, it was not. 
this this is the this is the most horrifying thing i don't know how did you make that um it was fantastic it's some app that i i found on my phone and it is uh well actually i found somebody else made one of somebody else on the internet world and i was like what is this thing and i dug in and found out what it was i'm like tim needs to have this and then i trolled him on the facebook and i found a creepy enough selfie of his and put it to work and it was brilliant so and now it's like the selfie has come alive yeah um yeah so i'll tell you what here's why don't you know what why don't we start before we do that why i'll read to you we'll start with the good one and then i'll read to you what each person commented on my um uh post because i made a post and it says what is both a current event topic and a general question that you would want to hear lawyers discuss on a podcast? Anything goes. So let's start with the most, the one that seems the most interesting. It's this article that basically says more than $100,000 was seized after a canine officer, which I assume that means dog, um, at Dallas Lovefield Airport sniffs out bag. And they gave high praise for this officer, Doggo, um, where they found more than $100,000 in a passenger luggage. What's wrong um, with that? Therein lies the question. Oh, the canine's name was Ballantine. This, oh, um, this is actually a topic I know a lot about. Oh, so then you can tell us, because Ballantine alerted on an individual suitcase it belonged to a woman from Chicago and it had a little over a hundred thousand dollars in cash. And but so why did the dog alert? Because all of the cash has cocaine on it. So I would imagine that in bill form that a hundred thousand dollars in cash, if it was hundreds, is probably about a gram and a half of cocaine spread across them all, give or take. Um, wow. <laughs> I would have never known any of that. I made it up. Um, <laughs> okay. They're not okay. First, this says that they're not allowed to board flights with more than 10 grand without um, declaring that's, it. That's only international flights. Apparently, it's domestic. I promise to- you, I take more than that much cash. No, not, not more than that much. More than 10 grand in cash, not more than 100 grand in cash to Las Vegas each and every time I get on a plane. And some of those times I bring that much or more back. Not, you the, might just not, not the hundred grand. Okay. Next time bring Ariel and I to Las Vegas and uh, I don't know. And I'll be the cup. You'll be the cup. <laughs> um, but yeah, there was no arrest. Um, they just like took the money. Um, oh, here it says here, TSA rule 100.4. Traveling with large amounts of currency is not illegal. Right. I don't understand this article. So, so why did they come? So basically they just took this woman's money. She could have earned this from selling foot pictures. And she, like, that's her heart. She probably, did. She probably did. Um, um, I don't know. I don't think you get cash for foot pictures. It's like definitely like a Venmo PayPal situation. Listen, Liz knows a guy. Do you really? A foot picture guy? Yeah. I don't think so. Oh, Do I? I would love to sell foot pics. I mean, I have really ugly feet, but. 
I mean, after my kid gave me hand, foot and mouth disease, I don't know if it's ups the value of my foot pictures or like drastically declines them, but there is a market for everything. Nobody wants disease and feet in the same sentence if they also have a foot fetish. Even if you don't have a foot fetish, you don't want to think about diseased feet. I bet there's some weirdos out there that would probably pay top dollar for that, especially adult feet that have the remnants of hand, foot and mouth disease, something that adults are not supposed to be able to get. Like, um, drop your cash app, Liz, so that, you know, anybody, anybody listening that, that knows, knows, um, yeah, I don't, I look, I'll tell you right now, there's, again, when you travel internationally, if you have more than 10 grand, you're supposed to declare that. And I, I have never, I mean, I can't with, with, with the NFL business, with the magic business, with all this other shit and just me generally trying to get away, like I'm on enough flights that. I would have certainly, and many of them to places where I'm carrying chunks of cash because there will occasionally be some gambling involved. I have certainly on a very regular basis traveled with more than certainly over that 10 grand number. I mean, I took more than 10 grand to Mississippi last weekend. I did not bring more than 10 grand back. Um, (laughs) But that's uh, an attorney conversation though, but it's funny because like, Liz and I have no money. Like I'm Liz and I are thinking of like, what? I don't know if I've ever, no, I can tell you right now. I've never seen or had $10,000 in cash to my name. Like I, so I went somewhere recently and they were like, we like, we don't take Apple pay. I was like, I don't have a credit card on me. They were like, do you have cash? And I like rummaged through my car and I found like $6 and they were like, well, your oil change was 48. And I'm like, well, this is a you problem because like you either get $6 or you take Apple pay or you find some other way to charge me. So that's like about how much money I have on any given day. Is that so where the, the foot picture conversation came yeah, in? Yeah, I would absolutely. I also like have been interested in making money on Twitch, but I also don't know what Twitch is or how I would make money on it. But like, I keep being like, oh yeah, I'll do that eventually. I'll get on Twitch, whatever the hell that means. That's where people watch other people play video games. You can do other theoretically can watch them do anything. Like, like I just like like couldn't they just like watch me like bake or something? Probably. Like if I was just like lesbian bakes. Oh, if you put lesbian in there, yeah. People yeah, like lesbian. that's the thing. Do we actually have to like do anything lesbian or can she just like be in the background like working? She might not even need to be there. Like, yeah, I don't actually think she needs to be there. We'll just put like a picture of my hot wife behind me. Look, two <laughs> or three people will listen to at least one episode of this podcast and we're not doing anything. So why not? Yeah. Uh, who are those two or three people? We don't know oh, yet. I was going to but... leave it on for the dog when we're out of the house so he can like hear my voice and not have as much separation anxiety. Hey, that's there a good go. idea. That's so. going to get us a lot of listeners, um, <laughs> a lot of views or whatever they are. Downloads. If nothing else, leave this on for your pets. Yes. Yeah. And, oh, uh, I did want to tell you about the the dog situation, the um, canine thing. Yeah. Oh yeah, because this article says basically they just seized this lady's money 
because they were like, ooh, probably crime. But like, as far as I can tell from my cursory reading of this article, no crime. So like, what the fuck? We can curse on this, right? Because I'm not- Obviously. Yeah. Obviously. We're all adults here. For adults or people who want their children to be very cultured. Or- dogs that are just having this <laughs> this dog knows what an f-bomb is oh yeah. dude so check this out uh, from my comment before i googled it to find out how much cocaine was really on 100 grand in cash which you can't really get an answer to that question because is it is it is it bricked up 20s is it hundreds is it singles from the strip club of which i'm sure that the cocaine content would be much higher um, so like how hard did you sniff when you were trying to get it up your nose? Like, did you leave residue or did there's, you just, there's always residue? Like, yeah. So like apparently, according to this article, and, and again, this is like the first thing that came up in Google. So, you know, trust the source here. Um, 90% of U.S. bills carry traces of cocaine. And that's it varies based on the area. So I'll get this. Um, so they've broken it down by different cities. The following cities, I want to save this for a trivia question. Um, that there is a chunk of cities, and again, we'll get into that, um, where 100% of the bills tested showed up with cocaine. Um, Toronto, Canada, 88%. Um, Salt Lake City, Utah, 70%, 77%. Brazilian well, Mormons don't have a lot going on. Brasilia, Brazil, 75%. Tokyo, Japan, and Beijing, China, only 20%. But I think that that some foreign countries, their currency is like plasticky, so it's probably less, you know, likely to, to have the residue on. Um, and in Zuzo, China, zero percent. So there are, according to this, one, two, three. For five cities whose bill count was 100% positive for cocaine when tested. So here's the thing. I've never done cocaine, right? But, like, why would I do it off of, like, a bill? No, no, no. You're not doing it off of the bill. So, so what you do is you've got, you know, it's powder and it's on a table or, or wherever. And you... You know, what some people that I knew in undergrad did oh was would they they would take um, a big pen like this and they'd take the ends off of it. I don't know how I did that so quickly and would use that. You've never done it before. As the vessel. <laughs> um, but what. As opposed to a regular straw. What, I guess what, right. Dirty. What, what most people do, though, is they just take a dollar bill or a hundred dollar bill and they. <laughs> They're not interchangeable. I don't have hundreds like and, and, and Ariel's like, I've never seen that much money in my life. <laughs> I, was like, I was raised by doctors and I'm just like, they give me pennies for allowance. So it, they, it, when you roll it up like that and then, you know, the, the drugs go through the tube and into the nostril. And then there's, I guess, some some residue on there, allegedly. Yeah, but why would you use a, a bill? Like, why? Like the. It's the what you have. Not not food. everybody has a big pen to tear down like that. Not everybody has a hundred dollars. No. Yeah, right. Well, you know, all denominations of U.S. currency are the same size and shape, yeah. and 
for the most part, at least at, at any given time, they're kind of the same consistency. Um, I mean, I probably got like an old Dunkin' Donuts receipt in my car. You from, could like, probably a use that. Yeah, that's what I would imagine people using more than anything else are like receipts, but of course not. Um, but the, um, you know, there's a, uh, you know, I think that the, that thermal paper is probably more uh, absorbent, but I don't know. Um, so yeah, that happens. So quiz time, let's do quiz time. Um, name three of the five cities that tested 100% positive their money for cocaine. Um, I will give you one hint. They are all United States cities. Oh, Compton. In Canada. Okay. Um, Compton. Compton. Well, Los Angeles, California is one of them. So it's one point so. for Liz. Compton's, Miami. Compton's kind of a suburb of there. Miami, Florida yeah. is one of them. So that's a point for Ariel. We're pinned against each other. Arr. That's not the right phrase. Pinned is not what we were going for. That's not what's happening here. That's for Twitch. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, let's see. Um, New York? Uh, not on the list. No. Uh, Does Philadelphia oh have people who have hundred dollar bills? Okay, I'm gonna go for a wild card. What about like somewhere in Alaska? Nope, no Alaska on the list. I just figured like they don't have a lot going on there. I hear there's lots of drugs. No, they're doing it on like one dollar bills. No, I don't. <laughs> this is no. This is this is this is not denote any sort of denomination here. Oh, okay. It just uh, it's just saying 100 percent of the bills that were. Tested. tested came up positive for some residual amount of cocaine all right ariel your turn vegas nope what they clean their money they probably do nobody look people are pumping that money into slot machines and they're not doing coke on the casino floor they gotta at least go into a bathroom or something mm. um okay now i I went to law school in Boston and I know a lot of people in law school did Coke. I never saw it, but I would see them leave from like bathrooms and their faces would be very red. And yeah. so, you know, circumstantial evidence, which is a lawyer we know is a thing. So I'm going to throw out Boston. Uh, Boston's on the list. There are two left to go. And uh, hint that I, list? yes, yes. Two points ah. mouth total for Liz. Um, I will give you a hint that one of them is in a, a different city in a state that's already been mentioned. And another one is, um, I don't, I don't have a hint for that one. Another one, no. both, both cities, and this won't be something that Ariel will have any context to, but another hint that's only good for Liz here are both cities are cities that I have been to within the past three months, five months, six months, recently this year. Okay, and you Which said does one of not them, narrow it down very well, but so one of them is in a place we've already mentioned, a and state I don't we've already mentioned, yes, or state, and I doubt it's Massachusetts, so I would say Florida or California. That's the other two states, Liz. Yeah, <laughs> that's what I'm saying. It's got to be in one of those two. It does. It is. Um. Well, let's see. So we said. Um. I don't know where else is crazy in California. This episode is brought to you by Reese's Peanut Butter Cups. 
In breaking news, leading scientists worldwide are conducting experiments to determine if Reese's peanut butter cups are the perfect combination of peanut butter and chocolate. However, it appears the study was inconclusive, as the scientists couldn't help but eat all the Reese's. Because when you want something sweet, you can't do better than Reese's. Find Reese's now at a store near you. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Um, oh we're so bad at this. Where's the OC? Where's Orange County? There are two Orange Counties. One of them is um, basically Los Angeles, Anaheim area. And the other one is in the Orlando area. Disneyland and Disney World are both in Orange County. Okay, Orlando, Orlando. Orlando is the other one. Um, Yes. Yeah, that's a fun Disney fact. If you wanted Disney trivia, both Disneyland or yeah, Disneyland and Disney World are both located in Orange County in their respective states. Well, because if you watch the movie The Florida Project, it basically talks about like the shithole that is everywhere in Orlando except Disneyland. I was in downtown Orlando, um, I want to say in July of this year. I may have been in my cups waiting for an Uber and definitely had people approach and try to sell me crack. True story. And the last one on this list, which I guess will not be guessed here, is uh, Give us one more hint. Another hint. Um, it sits up along a lake. I just heard what you said, so I'm like ineligible already. What that I kind of have said it. Yeah. Yeah. I'm it, a good it, listener. It borders a lake. I don't know. Get it based on bordering a lake. <laughs> it borders a great lake. Oh, oh, Michigan. Yes, Detroit, Not Michigan. It. That's right. That's the other one. So, and the well-timed sniff. Um, Sorry. Right, yeah. So, so <laughs> I'm like, I couldn't participate. I was too busy finding a hundred for my yeah. <laughs> extracurriculars. All right. So I got something fun to talk about. I learned about this recently and um, have already put myself on the pre-order notification list. Uh, Wait, did I- we finish our, to keep things on track, did we finish our conversation about civil asset forfeiture? Oh, we didn't even start that conversation. Yeah, we didn't. No. I also never got to my fun part about this dog in Colombia who has a bounty on its head for sniffing coke, but. Oh. Wait, what? There's like in Colombia, they use narcotics dogs a lot. And there's a Colombian cartel that put out a hit on a dog because it had sniffed out like millions of pounds of cocaine or something. And um, yeah, the dog's name was shadow except for it's not really shadow because the U S news like literally was like, okay, we're not even going to try to like pronounce shadow in Spanish. So we're just renaming the dog in English. Um, Yeah. So they put her in essentially like dog witness protection because there's like, a bounty on her so oh my God. that's wild wild shit yeah 
What a, time, what a time to be alive. And so. other than that, we learned that they can just take your money for no reason because it feels weird. It feels weird and illegal, and so they seize it. Yeah, I don't okay. like it. I don't like it. That's that's the hot take from the lawyers today. Uh, we don't like that they do that. Yeah, I've had a civil af- asset forfeiture case where we got all the money back for our client. It's been a long time, but... Um, yeah, they didn't file any charges, so we did what we needed to do to get that shit back. And I don't know, it was like 10 or 20 grand, I think. Um, but that was, like I said, that was years ago, so I don't even remember. Um, so, yeah, here's a cool thing that is new that might not even be on your guys' radar, but want to know what you guys think of it. Uh, Amazon is introducing Astro. Do you guys know about Astro? Astro is a household robot. It links up with Alexa. It uh, it's uh, you should Google it because it's like this little. I guess it's got like a multi-directional wheel on the bottom and a little pod, and then it's got like a face that looks almost like a tablet, and you can tell it to do things like like and it, and it's apparently will roam around your house. It doesn't do stairs but it'll roam around your house. And I guess it starts to recognize who belongs in your house. So if somebody were to, uh, um, you know, break into your house, it would know that it's an intruder or somebody that doesn't recognize. Um, You could be really lazy about it. And like, if somebody's at the fridge and you want a drink, it's got like a little cup holder in the back of it that (laughs) you could be like, boom, take this to Liz. And then Astro will, wheel over there and take the the thing to Liz in the demo video for it. Yeah. It's crazy in the demo video for it. Like you can control it from the Alexa app, I guess, on your phone, or maybe it has its own app. So you could have Astro go and it's got like this little periscope type of um, camera on it. So if you've ever left the house and you were wondering, Hey, did I turn the stove off? You can have (laughs) Astro go over and check and with his little periscope up. And see that you turn the uh, the stove off. Now, I don't think Astro has the ability to turn that shit off if you learned that you did leave it on. Um, so I guess you just get to witness your house burned down. <laughs> That's from wonderful. This app. I want one. How much are they? Uh, you don't even want to know. No, they're only like a thousand dollars. It's a thousand bucks. Yeah. Well, so they had something like similar in the airport. Pull it out of his wallet. So. You know, um, that's the introductory price. Apparently, it's going to be fourteen forty nine when it's available to the general public. So I clicked the little button saying, "Email me when this is available." Fifteen, fifteen thousand likes on this video, and Jobeth buys Ariel and I Astro robots. <laughs> fifteen thousand likes on that's this a lot video. Likes. Uh, yeah. 15,000 likes. If, are there subscribers? Like, what do we do next? Like, we no, we're, like we're, uh, we're, likes on this video. We're not even releasing a video. So, for starters, we're not setting ourselves up for success on getting this <laughs> likes on the podcast. I, I agreed yeah. to likes on the video. Um, I don't think there are 15,000 is a ton. And yeah, like, I'll t- likes on across all platforms where you can like things. God, we don't even know how to upload so, this shit yet. So, yeah, we also. I, I'm riding on house money here. Yeah, you can. <laughs> Not even going to get into the complications of that. 
But I will say I saw one of these robots, like a bigger version and obviously not made by Amazon. That was in an airport. So you could order food to your like. And a robot like, brings you know, it to you? Yeah. So you, you like scan the QR code for the, the terminal and then you order food at wherever you want to. And this robot brings it to you at the gate. Where's this fucking what airport? I want to say it was JFK. All right. I'm flying to New York. I <laughs> just, mean, just so I can fly back. <laughs> yeah, it was. I just remember seeing these and being like, oh, what the hell? Also, the last time we were in airport, there was those like floor buffing things, but it was like a robot. There were no people attached to it, but it was startling because people were just like running out of the way because these <laughs> things were like, there were like three of them and there was no indication that they really like knew so, what was So check out. this. I just Googled airport food robot and these are ads, but the top three things that showed up are robotic food service america's number one restaurant robot second one is airport floor scrubbing robots and uh robot restaurant smart reception robots oh robots assist with airport meal delivery in philadelphia i just flew in and out of philadelphia i never saw this thing here's a picture it's like at your gate yeah i'm looking at it right now i need this i need to go to one of these airports where am i where am i going next i'm going to vegas next week um so if we gave you money to go to vegas and then you won a bunch of money would you just like take a percentage and give us the rest or would you tell us just to get better at gambling and you're not playing this game um we would have to set up some ground rules for something like that so what what it's it's it could be done like there are professional poker players that when they're playing in a big tournament like the world series of poker and even some of the smaller tournaments we'll have people stake them. So ultimately what you end up doing is let's say that, that let's say we're talking about the main event of the world series of poker. Um, it's a $10,000 buy-in. So you might say, Hey, give me a thousand bucks and you can buy 8% of, of my action, which depending on how good the poker player is, sometimes it's just somebody that wants to play in the tournament. So a thousand bucks will get you 10% of the action. Sometimes it's somebody that, you know, your expected return is high enough that, you know, I'll give you seven and a half percent for a thousand dollars. So it it gives them, so that's like a real thing. I've actually made money. I've never had anybody stake me because I have always, I've never wanted to. Um, That's not true, but um, friends have wanted to get in on something with me. It wasn't really about the money, but they wanted to kind of, sweat the action with me oh my God. um but i have invested in people playing both in the world series of poker main event and a number of other um smaller tournaments and have made money doing that from time to time so that's that's a thing that happens um regulating how to do that with just regular gambling is a little more i mean we could figure it out um i have a friend who goes and like he like subsidizes his life off of like every once in a while just going to the casino and he always wins and i'm i'm just like are you kidding this dude has made more like just chilling at a casino and working retail than i have like lawyering i had a i had a crazy good gambling year in 2019 um i mean crazy good like 
my so anytime that you hit a jackpot or win a prize that in one lump sum is over twelve hundred dollars, they have to give you a tax form. Yeah. Um, and that is a number that needs to change. It's needed to change for a long time because it's just outdated. Um, but yeah, I, I, I have had years where my W2Gs have been over a quarter million dollars for the year. I hate you. I made $70 at a casino once and I thought I like won the lottery. No, that's not all profit. Let's be real. That's not all profit. Like the, the, when I did that in 2019, my profit was probably only like 50 grand for the year, which is still still a a tidy sum. That's my whole salary. But it's, uh, um, you know, you, you, you spend a lot of money to, to get anything back. And then sometimes you have weekends like this past weekend where I went to Mississippi's Gulf coast and uh, it was not a fruitful experience. Let's put it that way. Like I said before, I took more than 10 grand with me. I brought back less than 10 grand. Um, I have never won money gambling ever, but, but gin and pineapples, (laughs) you've gotten free gin and pineapples. I have, I've gotten, well, so when we went to the casino, um, it was like St. Patrick's Day. Like two it was. Years ago. It was and like the- five years ago. Wasn't that long. It was, a, it, was, it was at least four or five. Remember, there was a time warp last year. Last year didn't exist. That's true. And it was, I think it was 2017. Team- it was probably five years ago. Four oh years God. ago. I, I don't math. Yeah. And so the machine, like in Atlantic City, went crazy. And so Tim was trying to order whatever a normal thing and instead it was like thank you for ordering this gin and pineapple (laughs) yeah they got like a touch screen because some casinos you got to wait for a cocktail waiter or waitress to come by um and some of them you can actually like punch into the machine what you want and that's that's the way it is in most of the casinos in atlantic city and then they show up and and because in states like nevada New Jersey. I've now learned Mississippi. The alcohol is complimentary as long as you're gaming or in the gaming area. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah. Um, I'm actually going to Atlantic City this weekend. Oh. Not, to, not to gamble. Oh, all right. You're seeing Penn and Teller? Yeah. So let's we're, we'll jump around since that that's a good segue into what's going on this week. So, yeah, I... Um, Penn and Teller, who are two of the more well-known magicians, they are doing two shows, one Friday and one Saturday in Atlantic City. And my kids who are now 10 and 14, I have always wanted to take them to see Penn and Teller, but it has been a bit of an impossibility because if I wanted to take them to Atlanta or not to Atlanta to Las Vegas, which is where they have their residency at the Rio, that show is at 9 PM, which when you adjust for the time zones is a midnight show, which is fine for me, but not fine for 10 year olds. So um, I saw that they, I actually heard on their podcast, they were going to be at Atlantic city. I figured out when it was actually got reasonably priced tickets because the last time that they were in Atlantic city was also only for a few days. Those tickets were gobbled up and then resold for ridiculous, ridiculous amount of money. Like literally to the point where it was like for the cost that it would take to buy two tickets in decent seats to see Penn and Teller, I could get airfoot fare 
to Las Vegas, go to Vegas for a full weekend and then buy tickets at regular price to their regular show. And then I did. So, yeah. <laughs> um, so I'm going out to Las or not to Las Vegas, to Atlantic City, just Saturday, driving up midday, grabbing something to eat, taking my youngest to see Penn and Teller. And then my sister-in-law is coming and her boyfriend and um, it should be a good time. And then I'm coming home Sunday. That's a big excursion. Um, well, from, from me, it's only like an hour and a half. I guess it's true. Yeah. Um, do you want to hear the other things that people wanted us to talk about on our law podcast as lawyers? Let's, 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 let's do the what's going on this week since we're kind of in the middle of it. Tell everybody about oh, your sex okay, party. And then I'll go back to my sex. I'm not, I'm not having a sex party. Come on. Tell us about your sex party. It's sexy Christmas. Sexy oh. Christmas. So basically. Well time mode. <laughs> um, so the That's what I'm here for. Is that ugly sweater parties. They're done. They're over. We're tired of them. Right. And so uh tim husband was like i don't want to do an ugly sweater party i want the opposite of that and i was like what the fuck's the opposite of that sexy christmas and he's like yeah he's like okay so we're doing sexy christmas so um that's what it is so you can you know wear whatever you want that but i've got to say that in the invitation to the so-called sexy christmas mm-hmm. All right. You refute, confirm or deny. There is mention of an orgy in your invitation. What is this, a fucking cross-examination? Wait, I didn't even get an invitation, so now I'm insulted. It's on Facebook. Yeah, the Facebook. Mm -hmm. Is there or is there not mention of an orgy in the invite? Yes. We're just going to leave it at that. See, you're using your lawyering tactics on me because you're just going to say, is there is not a mention of it and you're not going to let me expound. And because when I'm going to start to expound, you're just going to say yes or no. Is there or so, isn't there? So Ariel, what do you got going on this week? <laughs> not an orgy. Yeah. Can I do something retrospective? Because I have nothing going on this week except for maybe the sex party. But Yeah, see? Yeah. Um, that I may or may not have been invi- invited to on Facebook. Um, so yesterday I went to like an informational session for signing up for jujitsu, which I did like 15 plus years ago, maybe. Okay. About 15 years ago. And then, um, we didn't even like work out for the whole hour, which was probably my fault. Cause I was just like, I think I'm funny. And I probably made like 15 mediocre dick jokes and the guy was uncomfortable. Um, <laughs> Anyway, so I left and we hadn't really worked out. And then they told me that it was going to be like a thousand dollars for like this setup process. And I was devastated because I don't just like have hundred dollar bills laying around to snort my Coke off of. So I don't have the, the infrastructure in place to, to do this. So sad. So now I can't like roll around with strange people and make inappropriate jokes well hey there's always sexy christmas 
Yeah. So I felt bad because I, I was like totally enthusiastic. I was like, yeah, I'll totally sign up. And then I came home and I text Liz and I was like, yeah, it's going to be like 900 something dollars. And you were like, that's a lot of money. And I was like, yeah, I obviously just like glazed over this. And I was like, yeah, I'll start on Friday. And I was like, I don't even have like, there's definitely a misconception on how much attorneys make. Like I will be honest, I make less money as an attorney than I did before law school as a paralegal. And yeah, and I have a lot more. And loans. Yeah. And most people like don't, there are a decent chunk of attorneys who do not make, like I live in DC and my salary is $50,000. Like if that's I wasn't, that's married, not even cost of living. No, I have like, honestly, if I wasn't married, I'd be homeless. Like I'd be like in a $300 a month rental parking spot is what I would be doing if I was single. But hey, you know, getting a good trophy wife is a good skill all on its own. Oh my God, but she's like, like, I can't even call her a trophy trophy wife. wife. I'm like, I'm theoretically, I'm like the trophy wife though, because she's the one who supports everything, but she's also the hotter one. Like she got the short end of the stick here. Like you are also shorter than her. Yeah. Yeah. She got the short fucking stick. She got the short chubby stick and she's like hot, tall, all legs super smart in finance like the only thing like she only keeps me around because like she doesn't know how to change a light bulb so (laughs) and she's just like like she probably saves money financing my life for all of the things that she used to pay a task rabbit to do (laughs) that like I do instead now yeah so like I I am like only worth the equivalent of a task rabbit which is I also probably make less than a person on task rabbit but I but you have a very nice house so I do and I'm like stupid lucky like I can't even complain it's just like I was raised to believe that like I'm like should be a strong independent woman and I shouldn't rely on anybody else for anything and I should be able to like make my own way and I think that if I like didn't end up with a woman, then this would be like extremely problematic that I was essentially like a domesticate. Like that's the only reason it's okay is because I'm dating a woman and she gets to be like the strong independent woman. If it was with a man, I'd actually have to like pull my own weight. So well, also as lawyers, we do love loopholes. So I think yeah, I was like, I found a loophole, just switch teams, done. <laughs> So yeah, now I'm not a bad feminist. It's an acceptable (laughs) loophole. So I'm really shocked because apparently these robots are at BWI airports. (laughs) So where are we going? Um, Well, here's where they apparently are. They're at BWI, which I can't even put a number on how many times I fly out of there annually. They're at Philadelphia, where I just flew out of and back into this past weekend. Uh, Cleveland, Chicago, Midway, Tampa, Dallas, Fort Worth, uh, Denver, which I have not flown into, maybe through, but not into Salt Lake City. Haven't been, um, looks like LAX, San Diego, which I've been to twice in the past year and a half, uh, Portland, Seattle, haven't been either of those in a while. And then a couple of airports, looks like Massachusetts, Boston, Logan, uh, JFK, like you mentioned, LaGuardia, and 
what's this one? Newark, New Jersey. So that's a lot of places where these little robot delivery robots are, but somehow I have not like, I mean, don't get me wrong. I'm a different kind of flyer because I've got, well, when, when, when you fly somewhere, Liz, how, how early do you show up at the airport for your flight time? Uh, I don't know. You do know, and you're embarrassed. I like to get there. So I like to get there early, but then there's- How early? I don't know. You've got a four o'clock flight. I have a four o'clock flight. Domestic. Okay. I have a four o'clock domestic flight. I would like to be at the airport by six. What? Wait, hold on. <laughs> you, missed, you missed your flight. Take the next flight. I go, but the, the reverse. I would like to be there by two. By two. Are you checking bags? <laughs> um, Not if I can help it. Okay. Ariel, four o'clock domestic flight. Depends on the airport. If it's DCA, because I have pre-check and I know that it's boarding at like 3.45, I can like get there at 3.30 and feel confident. Um, also, I pick how early I am based on like restaurant selection and like snackage. Like if there's a Cinnabon in an airport, I'll be like, I'll see you four hours early and see how many Cinnabons I can shove in my face before a flight. If there's no Cinnabon, I want to be like the last person to board um yeah so ariel you you, it sounds like you travel like me um i i have a catalog in my mind of which airports have which restaurants and i know which ones i like i apparently don't know about the restaurant robots but that's that's new and i tsa pre-check breeze through if i'm there 30 minutes ahead of boarding time boom done boom done if i'm flying southwest i need i feel like i need to be there before they start boarding because i'm a-list preferred so i'm always like a16 or a17 or something like that so i want to be on there in the front but if i've got if i'm flying american then i've already got my seat so i don't care when i show up as long as i get there before the plane disappears yeah i also like i wish so I have the United card and I can go into the lounge and we like never get there early enough to go into the lounge. And also there aren't like that many lounges. Like, so we never do like a long enough layover to be like, Oh yeah, we enjoyed the lounge somewhere. We never even end up going to the lounge. I got, I got a list here. Oh, here it is. Overall, I never go anywhere. The, the I never go anywhere. And then when I do, I want to get there two hours early and then I want to have, um, alcohol before i am on the plane that's what i used to do but we fly with the dog a lot now and i don't know why i'm using that as an excuse for no alcohol my wife also likes to get there like as we're like the last people to board the plane she wants to like gamble on whether or not we're gonna get on but she has a diplomatic passport so like that kind of helps with oh that does that mean that she can get the door reopened no, it just means like that if she's not a U.S. citizen, so she can't do TSA pre-check, but with a diplomatic passport, she can essentially like go into like Bro, short good. lines, but not, I don't know. Interesting. Yeah. All right. So anything else that we need to cover here? Because I think that we should probably 
go eat lunch run this ramble fest down a little bit and then save some stuff for the next episode anybody got anything yeah else? i mean there was the um how are we supposed to end this oh we were supposed to judge people oh I love that. who are we judging well was i was judging joe beth for having money we can judge joe beth for having money hey it i have i also have a tin i i have a a, a holiday christmasy tin of popcorn here too oh my god we got one of those for the party because tim insisted this oh, one this one came in the mail caramel all right so the question was we were supposed to have whoever we discussed on the podcast which i guess today was just really some a robot shadow dog um you know shadow is so. more successful than you will ever be honestly shadow and- is more successful has done more to help the world than me probably well, we're good lawyers guys hmm? we're good lawyers yeah yeah yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm making noises for myself all right so let's do this let's talk about what our ever-evolving criteria for judging people is going to be and then okay. if any, anybody actually listens to this they we're on social media um air 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 quote law pod both on instagram and twitter so find us and leave us a little message or something there about somebody that you want us to judge and maybe we'll get to it and as this thing develops we'll have more traditional ways to communicate with us that are outside of social media but um I mean, chances are, if you're listening to this, you're you know us, and you can just like text us. That's that's an idea too. And tell us how bad our podcast is. Yes, yes. Don't tell, tell us I'm sensitive. No, help us improve it. What did you like? What did you not like? What would you change? Um, how much more money should Jobeth give us? Um, look, fifteen. Not, I wasn't aware of getting paid for this podcast. Well, it's it's you're gonna get a robot if we get to fifteen thousand likes on this video. <laughs> yeah. We also need to define likes. You're a lawyer. Like right now, these terms are so ambiguous. You're never ambiguous. Because we don't know how to podcast. Exactly. It's ambiguous in my favor. So once we have a bunch of likes places, I'll aggregate them and say, here you go. Here are the likes. Show me me the likes. There's so many like issues with the like calculating of this. Okay. um, Like say my mom listens and she says, oh, I really liked that. Like. Yeah. But what if she likes it on two different platforms? Like, are you going to cross-reference? As long as it's getting a listen, all right? Double like. Yeah, that seems scientific. Ariel, I'm trying to work this in our favor so we get I know, I'm just waiting for the time when we get, like, 15,000 likes of whatever we're defining as likes and Joe, but this is, like, loophole. Loophole it is. So let's do this. We're going to tease out our criteria for judging people till next week. Uh, We hope to be able to do these weekly and release these on Monday. But again, right now, there might be a delay with that because we don't know how to podcast yet. So this is a hot mess, guys. Yes, this hot mess has been uh, air quote law pod. Hey, guys, it's Miriam Love here. And I want to share something very special with you. Check out my new release, All In, The Spanish Remixes, out now on Electric Hath Records. And always remember, be love, share love, all love. Available now wherever you listen to music.
Hey there, fabulous souls. I'm Stephanie Baklaan. And I'm Eden Alpert. And we're the hosts of the brand new podcast, Unapologetically Fab. Get ready to join us on an amazing and real journey as we dive into life after 40 and own it. We're all about changing the narrative, leaning into who you are, and living a life by your own design. Join us as we embrace life unapologetically and redefine success. This is Unapologetically Fab. An electric cast production. See you there. Electric Acid. Electric Acid.